0: Hello there and welcome to the No Longer Be Children podcast. I'm your host, Josiah Meyer, and we are in pursuit of a mature and stable Christian worldview. And today is February 19th, which comes one month after January 19th. And January 19th comes six months after whenever I started my diet. Is that June 19th or July? I'm not sure. Anyway, so um one month ago was the day that I officially arrived at my target, and I lost uh, my full 50 pounds that I wanted to lose. Um, And uh, today's the day that I have kept it off for a month. And yeah, it's been kind of a busy weekend, kind of tired. Um, But uh, this is one thing that I couldn't really just let pass by without a little bit of celebration. Yay, go me. Um, and I want to record a few thoughts about um, about weight loss, and uh, I recorded a podcast last week about, uh, or, or pretty close to uh, January 19th, I recorded a podcast on weight loss. I held off on publishing that because I was like, worst case scenario, you know, I gain it all back, and then I just look like a fool, you know, or, or I'm embarrassed of myself, so I wanted to make sure that it, it was off to stay before I kind of talked more about my journey. Um, and so now that it's been off for a month, uh, here's some thoughts I have about keeping the weight off for a month. Uh, and again, I you have to be careful, hey, with weight loss and with diets and things like that. And you can get judgmental easily or people can feel like you're trying to sell some sort of a diet. Um, I, I just, I feel so passionately about it because it's made a difference in my life. Uh, and I hope that these ideas are helpful to people. Um, and, but I certainly hope that you do your own research and that you visit nutritionists and doctors and do things the right way. That being said, you know, this is my journey. It's, it's been huge for me. It's been extremely important and it's been life changing. Uh, it really I mean, I have entered into a new season of life and it is, uh, it's changed in ways I don't even know I can ex- enunciate how different it is to be 50 pounds lighter, to be 20, 20% less body mass. Um, it's huge. <laughs> well, it's the opposite of huge, I guess. I'm less huge. Anyways, so here's some thoughts. Uh, first of all, uh, it was easier than I thought to keep the weight off. You know, dieting was. I was. A, it was a pretty extreme diet, I guess. I tried to keep it around a thousand to twelve hundred calories a day. Um, eating a lot of salads, so salads have almost no calories in them. So, yeah, it was. It was fairly extreme. It was hard to. It was at times very hard to maintain, but it was a lot easier to keep it off than I thought. I was able to have a little bit of carbs and bread, and it didn't really mess me up too much. I did have one day a week in where I helped somebody move, um, I really did a lot of physical exertion and then uh, they had pizza and pop afterwards and I was like, wow, well, you know, worked out a bunch, I can have two slices of pizza and didn't have pop but I had some, some uh, what's it called, kefir or, not kefir but, um, anyways I had a sweet drink, it was a hippie drink so I figured I could have it but anyway, it had a lot of sugar in it, Kubacha, yeah I had some Kubacha. And uh, yeah, I gained like three pounds or something. It was crazy. And then it took me two days to get the, that off. And uh, it bumped me over the weight that I didn't want to ever go over again. So I kind of had a bit of a freak out moment there. Um But after that, you know, I just got back to basics and, and I know what to do and just count the calories and and stuff. And, and it went off and, and um, it it hasn't really been an issue since. And actually since then, It could have been that I had just lost the weight, but since then I've kind of stabilized and, um, yeah, I mean, it goes up and down a pound or two, but uh, I'm, I'm able to have a fairly normal life and it stays pretty much stable. My son just had a birthday party and I had some cake and had more cake than I should have probably. And, you know, I gained a little bit, but not more than, than my target weight. So anyways, that would have been encouraging for me to know at the beginning that, um, once you lose it, it's easier to keep it off, is what I have found. Uh, you you can't exaggerate. You can't ever go crazy with uh, with the carbs and stuff. But I have found that I'm able to stay fairly consistent. Um, yeah, this a little editorial note here. I'm uh, just bouncing my son here, my little, little six-month-old. And uh, that's why the microphone is a little bit different. You might hear his little baby noises in the background. And uh, he was just... Staring up at me adoringly as I was talking, which kind of distracted me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you agree with me, don't you? So, um, a few things that are helpful. I'm kind of thinking of myself, you know, if I could make a podcast for myself seven months ago, what are some things to know? Um, yeah, once you get it off, it's easier to keep it off why is that? Huge important thing that I forgot to mention in the previous podcast is that your tummy messes with your sugars. And this is something I've known for like 15 years. I I was concerned about having type 2 diabetes uh, at a certain point. I thought I might have it. Doctors, you know, I took tests and found out I didn't. But in the meantime, I, I did some research on it and found out that uh, one of the reasons that People, obese people tend to get type two diabetes. Um, is especially men have a very. If if we gain weight, it goes right to our midsection, right to our tummy, and what the what the research indicated was that for women it kind of gets distributed, all over the body, but for men, it tends to go right on the belly, and you get this pot belly. And even somebody that doesn't have tons of weight, especially as you hit kind of midlife, you if you have extra weight, it goes to your to your midsection, to your pot belly, which, you know, I was thinking about this, been thinking about weight a lot these days. If you're going to have weight to go through the winter time, and say you're a hunter-gatherer, say you're, you're a farmer, say you're living, you know, out of, you need your body to work, your tummy is a fairly good place to have the weight, really. If you need to be mobile, if you need to be agile, it's not doing anything there, and you might need that fat to get through the winter, so it makes sense that that our bodies would decide that's where the where the weight goes, and that's the last place that it's going to come off, which in my experience it's like that's the last place that it comes off uh and it's still not completely off uh, as much as I would like but whatever anyways um but the the problem with this the problem with having a very large pot belly or even a moderately sized pot belly, is that it blocks insulin. So when there's access sugar in the body, of course, sugar is what we need to live on. We talked about that in previous podcast. Your body sends out insulin to go get it and to bind it up and turn it into fat. But the problem is, or to store it in other ways, the problem is that your, uh, your large tummy actually operates as another organ. And what it does is the sugar goes in there. Your body knows there's too much sugar, but it's hiding in the fat. And then the insulin goes in there. I mean, not just in there, but it goes everywhere to try and get the sugar, but, but it can't find the sugar right away. And so there's this lag, there's this delay where you have too much sugar in your system, which is making you sluggish and it's making you, you know, fuzzy minded because your brain can't operate with too much sugar. If you go too long with too much sugar, it can actually destroy your eyesight. It can destroy the capillaries in your legs, which is why diabe- people with diabetes end up having to have their legs amputated. I can do really bad things for you as well as um, for men. It can mess up their reproductive organs. It, it does bad things to have too much sugar in your body. And having this large tummy actually blocks the insulin from getting to where it needs to go. And what I've found in my experience is that once that tummy is off or very significantly smaller, when I have too much sugar, I still know I have too much sugar. My body is still like, like I, I there's this distinctive feeling that you get the kind of, sugar buzz in the back of your mind of your brain but it actually makes me kind of bouncy it kind of gives me uh, what people talk about a sugar rush I never used to get sugar rushes but I used to just get a sugar downer and so like the sugars is able to get where it needs to go the insulin is able to get to where it needs to go my body is able to deal with it better and really what it does is it makes me if I overeat or have uh, a very carb heavy meal what it does for me is I just want to jump on the exercise bike and go, go, go. And uh, I honestly can't wait for the snow to melt and the the biking and walking trails to open up because I'm just going to, you know, have a, a peanut butter sandwich or something and then hit the trails 15 minutes later and I'm just going to want to go, go, go because that's, that's kind of how I feel. It's like I've got energy. And it seems like that has been helping me keep the weight off because the sugar turns into energy, which makes me want to go, which makes me want to exercise, which has been really cool. So, you know, there's encouragement there for you. Lose the weight, it'll be hard, it'll hurt. You can potentially lose it fairly quickly if you're fairly um, disciplined about it. And once it's off, um, like there's never a license to eat stupidly. But if you get it off and you're eating reasonably, it's going to be easier to keep it off. At least that's been my experience.